0: Welcome to Headphones and Crayons, a colorful journey for the everyday human. I'm your host and Chief Coloring Officer, Nikita Berkshale. Join me as I journey through life with creatives, entrepreneurs, and podcasters from around the world, all while coloring. Coloring is an extremely powerful and important tool that allows us to let down our guard and open up ourselves to authentic conversations, new insights, and new perspective shifts. Who would have thought that would be possible all while coloring, but it is, and that is exactly what we're going to do. So join me, tune in, and let's talk, color, and journey together. Let the exploration begin. Happy coloring! Hello, hello, everyone. And welcome to Headphones and Crayons, the podcast. If you do not know me or this is the first time that you are hearing my voice, I am your host and Chief Coloring Officer, Nikita Burks-Hale, and I am really excited to be here with you today. So after a brief hiatus, I am back. I'm back with more clarity, I'm back with more creativity, and of course, with a lot more color. So If you aren't aware before we get into our episode, I always invite my listeners to color along with me as you're listening. It's kind of this interactive thing that I have going on, and I get a lot of good feedback about it. So if you have not downloaded today's coloring sheet, go to the show notes on our website, www.headphonesandcrayons.com, and click on today's episode. Or look in the episode description on whatever listening platform you have for your podcast. Follow that link and download and color along. So I always love to start each episode with telling you all what I'm coloring with for today. Whether it be crayons, markers, color pencils, pastels, any, all the above and beyond. So for today, I am actually going old school, going back to the basics, and I am using crayons. An oldie but goodie, a classic, a foundation of coloring as we know it. I remember when I first started coloring, the earliest memory that I have was with crayons. Those thick, unbreakable, quote unquote, crayons that I could just go as hard as I wanted to and make these beautiful pieces of art. So it just brings a smile on my face thinking about that for today. And it's also setting the stage for today. Because we are actually going to be talking about like the foundation of colors and how they started, how we use them for life, how they can relate and coexist in like this really cool comparison. So enough being vague. Let's, let's get into it. So when you were growing up and we were in elementary school, we learned about the different types of colors, the different color groups, you may say. So there were primary colors, there were secondary colors, and then there was this huge remaining group that we don't talk a lot about called tertiary colors, which is actually where all of our rainbow, all most of the colors that we know today are put in that tertiary uh, group. So let's talk about primary colors. Primary colors, there are only three that exist, and they are red, yellow, and blue. All of the colors that we see, all of the colors that we can make, all come from those three, from red, yellow, and blue. They're our foundation. They are our core. They are what make colors what they are. And so if I were to kind of personalize this a little bit, then I would take a moment and ask you, like, what are those things that make you who you are? If you have been listening to this podcast, you know that I'm all about using color As a comparison for life, for the journeys that we take through life, for our experiences, and then how we kind of make sense of them and reconcile those. So with those primary colors, I want each of them, the red, the yellow, and the blue, to represent a question that we are going to ask ourselves. One of three foundational questions that we are going to go back to anytime things get loud anytime we feel out of alignment, anytime that we just feel like it's a lot and we want to get back to us, we want to quiet the noise, we just want to be. And so for today's episode, we're really going to be talking about those three colors and how these primary colors can represent the three questions that we need to ask ourselves every single day, multiple times a day. So question number one, What is there? What is there? In this moment, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I just want you to pause for a moment. And I want you to get quiet. I want you to try to quiet and silence all of the outside noise and go within. And just ask yourself, what is there? How are you feeling? This question And the answer that comes from it is truly the root of all of our actions and all of our decisions. Everything that we do, the space that we enter, the space that we exist, and the feelings that we have throughout. And so I remember the first time that I really, truly asked myself this question and actually listened for the answer. And it was actually quite recently, I'd say a few years ago in 2021. And I was deep in the fourth trimester um, of with my daughter. I had had her recently, a couple months before, and so that trimester after that, we don't talk enough about, was real was real life. And I was overwhelmed, and I was nursing, and I had a toddler, and I was really feeling like everything was so loud. And it was just too much. It was all too much for me. I was overstimulated. I was touched out. I was dysregulated. It was just so much noise. And I really didn't think that I could take it anymore. And I remember sitting in the living room at like three o'clock in the morning. I had just gotten my son back down for like the third time because he was getting up multiple times a night still at that time. And I had probably about a good 20 minutes before I needed to get my daughter up to nurse. And I just remember sitting on the couch and just being numb. I remember just thinking that the weight of the world was on my shoulders. Like I had to make this work. I was a parent with two kids. I was working and we were in the middle of a pandemic. It was just a lot going on. And I remember looking over and seeing one of my son's crayons It was yellow, by the way, just (laughs) that little caveat. But seeing that crayon on the floor and I picked it up and I grabbed an old envelope that was just scattered all over the floor because the house was a hot mess. And that envelope that I picked up probably had a bill that was past due. But I flipped it over and I just began to color. And when I say color, I don't mean like create this amazing piece of art. I mean that I literally took this yellow crayon and just started going back and forth, slowly back and forth, back and forth, almost in this like methodical trance sort of way. And as I was doing that, everything began to get quiet. The noise that was so loud began to subside. And suddenly I found myself asking, like, what is going on, Nikita? What is there? What is happening right now? It was like I was just coloring and I was in this trance. But it was a sweet silence where for the first time in a really long time, I truly heard myself. I asked, what is there? And the answers came through crystal clear. overwhelmed fatigue, burnout, trauma, all of these words that I didn't say out loud until then, until that moment. See, that was the first time in a really long time, like I said, that I was truly able to remove the feelings and the shoulds of how I should be thinking, what I should and should not be thinking, and to no longer just push through, but to get real in that moment and to say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. These are the facts. And in that moment, everything changed. When I was finally able to take a neutral and non-judgmental look at my life, I was able to clearly see what was real, how tough things really were for me, what was going on, and then what I needed. So when things are a lot, or even when they're not, first thing in the morning, before you get out of bed, roll over, take a breath, and just ask yourself, what's there? Now, this quick question doesn't have to elicit a 45-minute journaling exercise and response. Just ask yourself, what's there? Excitement. Hope. Tiredness. Fear. Depression. Depression anxiety whatever it is name it acknowledge it because in that moment when you acknowledge it and you when you make it real then it starts this motion of I know what it is I've said it now I can begin to unpack that I can begin to fully embrace it and embody it I can actually decide is this really what I want do I want to keep this feeling in that moment ask in an answer. What is there? Now, once you've asked that question, you're going to get some answers. And as a result of those answers that you get, don't start trying to figure out the how. Okay, I feel tired. What do I need to do about it? How do I do that? How do I make that work? Stay in that moment and ask yourself the second question. What do I need? Now that I know what's there, what do you need? This one always makes me kind of chuckle because it's such an intriguing question. It's almost compelling because the answer for some may come immediately. Like, oh, I need rest. I need coffee. I need some time for myself. I need to get out of bed and get my day started just because that's what I want to do. But for others, it may take some time. It may draw a blank Because we get so wrapped up in the day-to-day that we don't stop and ask ourselves what we need. What we even think we need. We don't even consider this. We get so caught up in the day-to-day that we forget the most significant thing, and that is ourselves. So have you ever heard of the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup? Most folks have. If you haven't, it's this idea of you have this cup and Water or whatever liquid is in it represents you, your capacity, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your problem-solving skills, your discernment, everything. And everything that we encounter, every situation, we pour a little bit out of that cup. We pour a little bit more. We pour a little bit more. And typically the idea is that when you go to bed at night or when you take time or self-care, then you refill that cup. But oftentimes we don't do that. We go and go and go and go. And then we find ourselves in our cup empty. And so I remember when I first heard of this, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And as a chronic slash recovering empty cupper, (laughs) I actually kind of bucked this a little bit. Because this idea that you shouldn't pour from empty cup, that you should only pour from the cup when you have something in it. And actually, I don't think you should ever pour from the cup at all. And so this became this idea, and I don't think I've heard it before. And if I have and you find it, please let me know. But it's I call it the saucer rule, S-A-U-C-E-R, saucer rule. And what that means is you only give from your overflow. So again, with the imagery, imagine that you are a teacup or a coffee mug, if you prefer, And by asking yourself questions, by taking time for yourself, by just being and allowing yourself space, you are filling up that cup. And once it's full, and only when it's full, then you can begin to pour into others. But only from what overflows. So along with this cup, you've got a saucer underneath And that water that's caught in that saucer, that is what you pour from. That is what you give to other people, not your actual cup, not the actual liquid in your cup, because that is yours. You use it as you see fit, but others don't get to take from that. And so when you have that saucer, you are able to have better boundaries, Because only what's poured into it, nothing else gets into that cup unless you say and you want it. You have better boundaries. You are able to discern what is meant for you, what is not meant for you. You are able to just say no. You could ask for exactly what you need without fear that it would take from others. For me specifically with this cup theory, the reason why I constantly had an empty cup It's because I was pouring into others because I wanted them to succeed so much, so much more than myself, but I was depleting myself. I was depleting me to give to them. And then once I was done, I had nothing else to give. So when you have this saucer and you're continuously filling up your cup and letting it overflow, then and only then can you give to others. So again, asking for what you need. What do you need in this moment? What is important for and to you right now? Not tomorrow, not later on this afternoon. In this moment, what do you need? As I'm recording, I have, of course, this overwhelming need to color. So guess what I'm doing? I am coloring. So what do you need to be true, to be truly you? Our third and final question, what do you want? (laughs) This is definitely a loaded question. What do you want? Because it's filled with so many options, so many possibilities, so many potential answers. But what I found is truly the things that we want in life are the things that light us up, are the things that make us smile, the things that make us laugh are very simplistic Again, there are so many things that we can say we want. Freedom, financial security, good food. But we can also categorize all of those as like dreams. Something that we can achieve or have after a certain period of time if we earn them. And so when we rush to answer like what do we want and we create these grand dreams of anything that's possible, sometimes those things get in the way. We think that we can only dream these big dreams. And that our wants will always take time to get so that we can't do it now. The idea of it becomes what we're living for and not the actual thing. So ask yourself in this moment, what do you want? Keep it simple. i walk outside in nature to be outside in nature. A nice cold drink, a cookie. <laughs> what do you want? And now give yourself permission to have it which will be a whole nother episode. So I'm just going to touch on that. What do you want? Because your wants are an important part of your journey, just like they are for me. They're just as important as our needs. So what is there? What do you want? And what do you need? These are our foundational questions our grounding questions, our primary colors, the things that we'll continue to come back to, the questions that we will ask ourselves every single day. And in return, it'll help us reset, recenter, and remember. Remember what's important to us. Remember what really matters. Remember the things that we don't want because all that we do, all that we think, all that we strive to accomplish, it all starts with ourselves. Everything you do starts with you. So, this week we were just talking about primary colors. Next week we're going to be talking about secondary colors. But before we end today, I just want to say, like, I am so excited for what's to come for the podcast this year. For starters, we're going to have more episodes. My goal is two per week. So having a solo episode where I'm giving my thoughts, my lessons, and a whole lot of practical thought leadership. And then a guest episode where I am going to be, of course, coloring and having amazing conversations with creative guests. Remember, each guest is personally invited by me and our conversation is going to be so rich and so real and overall just so human. So when I'm talking with these folks, our professions and what we do may come up, but what makes these episodes so special is that it's not about what we do. It's really about how we live, what we experience, and how colorful we reflect our lives to be. So in addition to that, you all know that I'm all about creativity and immersive experiences, So this year, I am also inviting you, as I said earlier, to color along with me in each episode. There's going to be a downloadable coloring sheet, and you're able to do it whether it's on your tablet, your laptop, your computer, your phone, or good old printing it out and coloring along. And the purpose of this is really to immerse yourself, to take this information and let it permeate in an entirely different way. There's one level of listening and learning and comprehension when you're you're hearing something. And also it takes it to a whole nother level when you are actively engaged in an activity while you're listening. So this is for my kinesthetic books. As I am, this allows us to busy our hands, busy our brains um, in a good way, creatively activate them as we're listening. So remember, those coloring sheets can be found on the website www.headphonesandcrayons.com slash podcasts. And you'll be able to download whichever coloring sheet for the podcast that you're listening to for that day. To go further into these conversations, I am also going to be writing more blog posts as a deeper dive, a way to bring the science to practical and tactical takeaways from each of these episodes. So those can be found on the website under blogs. And then finally, we still have our coloring community and our creative membership, The Color Crew. And so it is growing day by day, and I would love to have you a part of that. If The Color Crew isn't for you, then I encourage you to also join our newsletter, The Palette. And it's going to have all of the updates for the podcast episodes, new product releases, new experiments that I'm doing, ways to get involved with me, and headphones and crayons. This is a kickoff to something really good, y'all. And I am, cannot... Be more excited. And I can't wait for you to tune in to the first episode of this year. I'm going to be talking with the amazing and the deeply committed Anna Deshawn. Listen into our conversation around trust and how she is living the impossible dream. I know you enjoy it, and I look forward to coloring with you more next week. So take care and happy coloring. <music>